0: Welcome to Chats with Susan Burrell, and that's me. I help strong, capable women who have pockets of self-doubt access their inner wisdom and clarify their own truth. Chats with Susan Burrell is where we have rich conversations about empowerment, radiating your brilliance out into the world, and loving yourself more than you ever have before. And who doesn't want that? So let's get started. And today I am so happy to have yet again a really wonderful woman. She's a spiritual researcher, teacher, a mentor to me. And uh, she's coming back on the show for us to have a, a fabulous conversation. So I want to welcome Terry Cole Whitaker. Terry, thanks for joining me.
1: Oh, it's wonderful, Susan. It's been a long time. And we had such a good time a few years ago when we were on your program. I was on your program with you. I'm yeah. So happy you're on the air and doing what you're doing.
0: Well, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and one of the things I'm so grateful for is I, I get your newsletters. And so I get to hear what you're up to and what your thoughts are. And I, for those of you who don't know Terry Cole Whittaker, she's written several really amazing empowerment books from the one of the beginning ones that I read was what you think about me is none of my business to live your bliss. And Getting your newsletters is just like getting a a mini installment of a Terry Cole Whitaker book. I love it.
1: (laughs) Some people say, oh, it's a little long because it's a whole page or two pages. I said, "Yeah, yeah, I can do little short things, but this is for people who really are really spiritual seekers and they want something that has some, you know, food and some spiritual meat in it. And yeah, that's what I like to do. That's what I do.
0: Well, I personally appreciate it because, um, and, and in fact, I want to share with you that I have forwarded them to several friends and, um, students of mine and, and everybody's enjoying them. So you just keep doing what you do, Terry.
1: Well, I just got to do it. I remember years ago when I was in San Diego and the ministry was, you know, the television ministry was happening and I was starting to get, you know, big criticism from people and, uh, all of this and this article came out in the newspaper about how awful I was. Well, I, it was so devastating to me because my intention was so to help people to, and to get a sense of how some people like, you know, like to criticize and judge. So I went home and I cried and I felt bad and I went to bed. And it's like I always say, pulled the covers over my head and to turn the electric blanket up to mother, you know, mm-hmm. and feeling bad. <laughs> And I said, I'm quitting. I'm never doing this again. And after a day or so, and I'm going, yeah, but what else do I do? This, right. is, this is what I do. And realizing that people that criticize like that are so envious, they want to hurt you. And they want to stop you. And if I had stopped, I would have just uh, fed them more of their nastiness. Like, oh, that's great. Keep at it. And I said, no, this is what I do. And if you're going to criticize me, go ahead. But this is my life's work, and that's oh, the way it
0: is. My God, I just want to applaud your courage and your strength for having walked that road for so many years. oh Seriously, in one of the newsletters that that you sent, um, I pulled out this quote because it, it, it caught my attention. Mm-hmm. You said, uh, "The worst thing we can do is to invalidate ourselves and others by thinking that we are not good enough and not able."
1: Yes.
0: And that is directly so. My question about that, cause what caught my attention is, okay, uh, I'm going to talk about me.
1: That's all right. Uh, you
0: know, I mean, I have done the merry-go-round and the roller coaster of good enough, not good enough, good enough, not good enough. But what caught my attention is that when I invalidate myself by having those thoughts and feelings, I'm also invalidating others. So can you speak to that a bit?
1: Yeah, because, you know, we were talking about the other day when we visited about beautiful, be you to the full. Mm-hmm and what I realized, this whole not enough, because I'm an avid researcher, and I look deep within me, I call myself a rudist, because I want to know what is the basic cause of something, Not, I don't treat symptoms, I want to go to what's the cause of the problem, and it's that consciousness of not enough, so there's not enough time, not enough money, not enough food, not enough love, I'm not good enough, and where did that come from, and it's that training that we've been in like even in school when we were graded on the curve which meant we were right in competition with the mm-hmm. other friends and ch- and kids in school that now we hate right because then we're afraid of them and they're going to get they're going to be better than we are and all of this kind of thing that's been put on us To st- oh i remember i was ta- i was having a dinner with this uh minister her name is barbara and she's just a beautiful person and we were talking about how her mother used to always say, What's the matter with you, Barbara? What's wrong with you, Barbara? What's mm. the matter with you, Barbara? And that's what that whole thing is. Well what's wrong with you? And I like everybody in the audience to say, There's nothing wrong with me. There isn't, really, with anybody. And and there and and you've actually never made a mistake in your entire life. It's part of your research. How do you find out what to do and what not to do oftentimes? You gotta try it. So we've have all of this that's been Taught to us that these people down the street are better. Just like even if you get uh, what do you call it? Uh, North America and South America. North America is high, South America is low because right. if you're judging from a globe, then you got the high and then you got the low. So what does the mind think? Oh, they're, the people in North America are better because they're higher, and the people in South America aren't as high because they're lower. And then we say, oh, they're less. And even the word blessed means be less. Ha, ha, ha,
0: be less. They so got
1: the Pope saying, be less, be less, be less. No, I'm being more.
0: Wow. I'm being who
1: I am. And, and, and it's all in the language. And it's what we've been taught and we've been programmed. Oh, you're not as good as your brother. You're not as pretty as your sister. Dad likes you more. The kid in the school got an A. You got an F only because you were staring out the window doing your artwork. And like, I used to get a bad grade in school. Uh, Susan for talking in class, but I was working on my career. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. I used to get in trouble for talking in class, well, yes, too. I guess career. I was working on a, a career.
1: Yes, your career. You're a <laughs> speaker. And I would crack jokes, so it give me a good sense of humor, you know, because school was boring. Yep. Except for, you know, sports and music and theater and service. But yeah, this whole thing of be less. And it and it's you're not as good as only you got the, the Queen who's the largest welfare recipient in the world. She does nothing but just steal. And you've got all these people that oh, they're better because they're royal and you're not and we're chosen and you're not chosen and you're this and it's all a lie to keep people in this mental thing of I'm not good enough. So then you got the movies and the T V and how to be better, you have to have better whiter teeth, you have to get a better nose job and then you gotta you gotta have more stuff than this and it's all such a lie because every single person is beautiful. every animal, every plant, every all living entities are absolutely whole, complete and perfect in every way. The only problem is what's going on in our mind having to do with our belief system and and the concepts that we have and that we're taught. And so I tell people when they say, I'm going to do an affirmation that I'm good enough. No, because then the other side is I'm not good enough. Right, right. it's always duality. When right. You say I'm unworthy, then you say, no, I'll say I'm worthy. But the little mind says, no, you're not. You're not. Forget all that. Don't play duality. Go do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I have another
0: quote from this, uh, this other newsletter yeah. that you wrote it, it, that speaks to this. Uh, you said... Um, which I totally agree, and then I want to tap back on what, what okay. you just said because um, there's some there's some sticky tendrils I'm feeling. Yeah. But but you said there is no need to grow, evolve, or get better right. as we are already at the level of our true nature whole, perfect, talented, able, powerful, and evolved.
1: We're already evolved, yeah. but
0: may have accepted that we are less than who we are while believing that others are yeah. more deserving, intelligent, or wealthier than yeah. we are. Now. Now I gotta say, Terry, and I do this kind of work. I, I do the work that you teach. I, 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 I you know, I started started reading your books in the '80s, and um, and I do find I am always tripping myself up with this mental thing. That's the sticky, tendril stuff. It's kind of like an octopus arm around me sometimes, where I all fall into that. And I think this is true for so many people when they start doing this internal. Um, spiritual practice, if you will, this internal excavation of, of really finding out, oh, yeah, I am okay just as I am. There's those places where you get stuck all the time. And I've, I've had several students that go, oh, you know what? This doesn't work. I'm like, really? Have you uh-huh. dug deep enough?
1: They haven't worked it. Right. They don't work it because they think it's quick fix. It's not a oh, quick yeah. fix. Yeah. Because if you have to work with this stuff because the programming is so deep, and, and, and humanity basically polices itself. So if anybody gets out of line, that means if you're just not like everybody else, then they're going to shun you, you're not okay. And so everybody's kind of policing each other because it's envy, and envy is the disease of humankind. And I say that we were slimed by a mind virus, humanity, about 500,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that brought fear and the implant of the reptilian brain. Mm-hmm. Because that's not natural because we don't evolve like that through bodies. That's a lie. And, and in fact, when they go terraform a planet, they just send in DNA. I mean, it's real easy. Go through comets, asteroids, whatever it may be, whoever is the creator of that particular universe or that experiment that's being done. They're not starting all over every time. It doesn't work that way. And, and if people say, what came first, the chicken or the egg? They came together. The chicken came with the egg. So get over it. And so this, this whole thing of you're, we're evolving into now transhuman. No, no, that's devolving. We're, because we're already completely, you might call royalty, as a species of the humanoid body, and the Vedas say there's uh, in the universe uh, four hundred thousand different species of humanoids uh, four hundred thousand that's kind of cool and that my, what I tend to think is that the earth ev- was uh, established as a living library of the best that was to offer uh, for living entities to express through in all of the different plants and animals and creatures and and humans and all of this. And so we're already completely evolved. Someone I really like is Ingo Swann. Do you know anything about Ingo Swann? No. He has passed on. I don't know how that happened, but uh, he wrote two books called The Secrets of Power One and The Secrets of Power Two. And he says, if you're going to empower yourself, you have to know how you've been depowered. And depowered is not even in the uh, uh, dictionary. They won't even put it in there, but they put empower in there. If you put empower, you always have to have the opposite, imp- disempower or mm-hmm. depower. Mm-hmm. And we've been depowered systematically all the time, either by chance or accident or it's happened or it's because of that envy, that fear that we have and that, that brings competition, that brings war. And if we're living in a, expressing in a duality realm instead of the realm of the absolute, the absolute is who we are. We're already pure, whole, divine, completely capable. And we have eight of our senses, according to Ingo, which is really cool because he's the one that um, he worked with remote viewing.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Explain what remote viewing is. Well,
1: okay. Remote viewing is one of our capabilities Mm -hmm. to actually go back in time or forward in time because time is a a construct. You know, it's a belief system. That's why my body is 75, but but I'm three and a half because you could pick any age you want. I'm not an old person because we're timeless. Mm -hmm. And we have to really, uh, we have to know who we are and be and come from where we are. So he said each of the five senses have actually uh, extrasensory perception abilities and that how that our inner guidance, not you can't trust your mind because that's easy to be programmed. And the mind, if you don't control it, is the greatest terrorist weapon ever invented. And, uh, I, I agree
0: with you on that one, man. I can't tell you how many times I've scared myself. Oh,
1: absolutely. Terrify yourself. Yeah. And, you, and you have to say, if your mind starts to go there, say, stop. I'm not doing that. <laughs> you have to stop it. You have to control it. So most people want to control everybody else's mind, but they don't control their own. Plus, everything that we perceive, we're perceiving through the mind. So you might say all is consciousness. That's all there is. Mm-hmm. And we're we're perceiving that all the time. And we're projecting it. We're both perceiving it and projecting it. So this this whole thing of the evo- it say we, we have to get evolved and we're gonna be transhuman because humans pass say. No, no, no. We have all capabilities, all talents. You can do anything you want, you're multidimensional. But this remote viewing them is what the also some of the um what we say, um, super soldiers or whatever that kind of thing is. They know how to show up at a meeting, and you can be there and fully know what's going on in these places. It's not astral travel, which is different, mm-hmm. because that's you're operating in the astral plane, and that's a lot of Robert Monroe's work. Right. And I did his training many, many years ago and got to meet him in Virginia. But I didn't want to go travel in the astral plane because I don't really like that stuff, but I just wanted to, you know, have more capabilities actually
0: tune now. into
1: my capabilities. That's all you have to do. It's like if you trust yourself and you begin to trust yourself implicitly, your inner guide, then you'll always know what to do. But we've been taught you can't trust yourself. You're not smart enough. You can't even make your own decisions. You can't even decide how you're going to live your life because you're dumb. you got to have somebody else tell you. You can't trust yourself. And that makes everybody doubt who they are and then give their power to somebody else uh, to make their decisions but you're the one that by your choices who are creating your own reality and you do know and and it's like i'd like everybody else out there to say to themselves i can trust myself and
0: that's huge right there i can trust myself okay now as an affirmation then there's the place of being aware of when we're not trusting ourselves. Exactly. Right? If you're talking about duality, because yes. that's my biggest, that's my current, trust <laughs> is my current issue, Terry. Yeah. How did you tap into that? Because
1: I mean, it's mine, too, that I'm really working on, and those of us who are moving right along here, and we're, I, instead of evolve, I like the word we're unfolding. Oh, It's like yeah. a lotus unfolds, whereas as a rose unfolds with within the, Within the rosebud is the full rose, all fully evolved or not evolved, unfolding. But only we, we're not like a rose where we fade and die. We are on a continual process of unfolding, realizing all of our divine potential and powers because we are divine. We're spirit souls. We have come completely, fully equipped with everything that we need. And they even say children, when they start to use the language, then they stop being telepathic and they stop really tuning in to everything they already knew because now they're languaging everything. Mm-hmm.
0: Wait, say that again.
1: It said that children, when they begin to talk, mm-hmm. they lose some of those abilities, and then we we never really lose anything, but what we don't use atrophies. It's as if we don't have it. Right. And that's why. Uh, like with, with the children when they're very young before, because we're all telepathic. Like I remember when I uh, took birth this time, appeared, I don't call it birth because I didn't, wasn't born, I don't die. We appear and then we disappear. So I call a birthday appearance day. And <laughs> then there'll be the disappearance day when we decide to move on and do something else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So and, and I remembered my birth. I remembered right after I was born, really mad and started screaming that I was here again. I, did, I thought I wasn't going to be.
0: Yep. Yep. I can kind of relate to that.
1: See? Yeah. And then, you know, you trust, when you trust yourself, you trust what you see, you trust what you, you hear, you, you begin to realize your intuition is also your guide. And you know who to be around and who not to be around. And a, and a really good way also, I don't know. Some people use their pendulum. That helps to learn how to trust your guide your inner self, your inner guide. Or if you're if you're standing up and you say, is this a good is this orange good for me to eat? And if you go forward, it says yes. If it goes backward, it says no. Or if you stand straight, it says oh, it's okay. One way or the other. Yeah, our bodies don't lie. They're following our inner guidance.
0: Right. And if you're very attuned Mm -hmm. to yourself and you trust your inner guidance, then you always
1: know what to do. You
0: always have your answers. Always. You don't have to look anywhere else.
1: No, you don't have to go anywhere else. And yet what do we do with teachers and knowledge? It helps us to learn how to tune in. It helps us to, uh, not that that teacher or uh, whatever becomes your, your um what would you call it guru. your authority right. so even the guru is a good word if you knew it real a real guru because I have a wonderful teacher from India they don't teach you to be bonded to them to do what they tell you they teach you with the knowledge and that you then have to apply it yourself to see that it works or not you don't just blindly follow somebody and ignore your own I tried that once, being a surrendered wife. didn't work.
0: Oh, good grief. Yes, me too.
1: <laughs> it didn't work. No, it made then me I angry. I not trust myself. Right. And I- then you go, well, how? I got cheated. Well, you got cheated because you didn't trust yourself in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember standing on a, on a sand dune in uh, Monterey, California. I was going through a wedding. I thought, I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, well. <laughs> 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 but it all works out, too if you find the gift in everything and then you're never defeated. So
0: I want to read another quote, Terry, from this other newsletter, because um, this to me is kind of addressing what you're talking about, about turning, uh, learning how to talk to your brain. Yep. Because you said, uh, shut down the left brain chatter of fear, loss, jealousy, poverty, and death that are flowing from the programmed subconscious, right. then activate the right brain yes. and heart brain, which is really important to me, yes. the heart brain, the feminine filled with love, abundance, power, inspiration, yes. intuition, and all the heart brain yes. to dominate and be our guide. So yes. a- allow the heart brain to be our yes. guide. So, um, and so
1: activate your right brain. Yeah. So how does feminine, that work? Well, what happens is we've been all trained to be right handed pretty much, which means left brain. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because that's calculations, additions, classification, labels, Mm -hmm. rules, Mm -hmm. regulation, da-da-da-da-da. And the right is creativity, uh, beauty, love, spontaneity, uh, even though the brain is a tool. It's not our source, and so is the mind a tool. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, and so one of the things I had noticed, like, my left side, of my arm and shoulders for so long was uh, weak. And uh, then my right side, like the right leg, which is masculine, I beat up all the time. You know, I broke it. Oh, my gosh. I was shot in the leg when I was a kid. You know, all these different things. And so I thought, okay, I'm beating up the masculine, and I'm weakening and pain in the feminine. And I have that wonderful acupuncturist up here in Mount Shasta. He's just fabulous, worked with me two years. I'm fully activated on the left side, and now I use the left hand. See, if you don't use something, you, it's as if you don't have it. And so that's why, even when you start to trust yourself, it's, could it could be scary. Because you're going to go. Oh, I wonder if I make the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. Well, who is it that's judging you that you're afraid will say, "Oh, you made another mistake, you big loser." You know, it's a, but what went wrong. Wonder if nothing went wrong. Wonder if it was all good because you always get gifts.
0: Wow. Yes. Wow one of the things that I thought I need to talk to Terry again on the show is you sent out a newsletter about the eight steps of divine magic or divine manifestation. And, and, uh, and so I wanted to talk about that because I think a lot of people think that um, magic is, is something that just kind of happens magically. You know, one of the things you said in this article on um, eight steps of divine magic or divine manifestation is, uh, you you say that agreement creates reality. So yes, if we yes. all agree that uh, the doctors in the medical field has the authority over me, yes, then then you know then I'm doomed, man.
1: I I don't. No, yeah, I'm with to, you. Yeah, exactly. Just in everything, it's like most people just don't do their research mm-hmm. because it's like I did an article I write for the Science of Mind magazine. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one I just got that's for uh, September. I guess it's a September one. I think no August one that already came to me. The article I wrote and I read it and it was really it would. I like to read the speed if they so sometimes they edit things and change it. Right. And it's not what I said. So I've been checking it and um, uh, I wrote the word density when I was talking about how low thoughts are heavy, uh-huh. but high thoughts are light. And how that when we get into depression or fear or envy and anger, how heavy we feel, how bad we feel. And actually fear shuts off the immune system. So anyway, and lighter thoughts of love and joy and happiness and being and giving. You feel great. You're skipping around and having a great time. So I used the word density. Well, they changed it to gravity. I didn't mean gravity. I don't even believe in gravity anymore. Anyway.
0: Oh, wow. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And yeah.
1: then, then, then they're really sweet. But then she tried to show me, well, I said, science says it's that. I said, well, yeah, but there's also a lot of laws that they don't teach you. And I gave you an example. If you take a beach ball and you take it down to the bottom of the swimming pool and you let it go, it's going to float to the top because that's called density. hmm and so it's like I have I was using that example. But what happens is we've been so programmed with all of the, and indoctrinated in school and everything else with all this information that maybe most of it isn't true at all. And that's why if you really love yourself, and, and, and I call my, my real self God, Divine Mother, Father God, is the self with a big S, and there's little Terry with the S. I don't, I don't have to love Terry because Terry is love. And if I want to experience love, I flow love. I flow love to myself, and I, I stay in a state of love, of unconditional love, and, and then I stay in that state so that, that it isn't it, – and it's, it's when you're in this whole thing of divine magic that you can, you can create anything. You can solve anything. Uh, in fact, they say cancer is one of the easiest things to get rid of it because cancer isn't the problem. The cancer is trying to heal the problem that's in your body, and then when this cancer is treated, the cause of it is still there. Right. You have to go find the cause. Right. And you have to do your own investigation because who cares more about you than you do yourself? And that's what I call self-love. It's called self-honoring. I, I have to honor myself. No one is really more... More caring for you than you are. And when you really get that, and then you want to be caring for others because that's what humans do. And uh, so that, that's basically when we learn how to do divine magic manifestation. We learn, um, in fact, if people want to get the whole article, they could probably get it from you or they could email me at terry at com. I'll send them a copy. Because I'm working on my website right now, and so I don't have a place for people to put in their email. Okay, and it's in progress, but it's like this. So, yeah, it's that whole thing of well, I don't know, and somebody else is the authority, and the word authority is author. Someone else is authoring your life story, and and you look at how the words English is a spellcasting language.
0: Oh yes, and
1: then when and then you have spelling. That's why it's called spelling. It's Spellcasting, and you create a sentence, which is like a prison term, and at the end of, and the sentence has a period, uh huh. And then you spellcast another sentence for yourself and a period. Yeah. So what are you saying? What are you thinking? What are you doing? And when you really get, I've had so many things happen at different times in my body that I, I even had to levitate once. I fell off this. Um, I tripped. I was on this top of the Mayan. Temple in uh, Tulum yeah. in uh, the Yucatan, and I'm. Tr- that's why they've even closed Chichen Itza because from people because so m- so many people die by. F- I mean, they leave their bodies. They don't die, but they leave their bodies falling down these stairs. So I tripped, and I'm going head first, and I said no, and I pulled myself up, and now I'm in a bubble of of um, what would you call it? A suspended animation. And I was able to bring my whole body into right alignment. I came down on the next step on my foot, my heel. Wow. Yeah, and we have all these abilities, but people don't call on them.
0: Well, let's talk about this—the eight steps of divine magic. Because okay, so go
1: over fast. N-
0: yeah, let's go over that because I think that there, there's people that need those steps. Okay, let's do it to get to the next step First of where of you're all, at.
1: What do you want? And that's, you have to say, what's the desire in your heart? Forget what other people tell you you need to want or desire. What's in your heart? That's, first of all, you have to tell the truth about that. If you want to be healed in your body, tell the truth about that. You want to know your life's mission. You want to have a loving relationship. You want to know how to solve this problem. Whatever it means, you, you close your eyes, you go within. The power is within, in the, the, the womb, the feminine womb of creation, which is within you, was with, with you, and decide what it is that, that I want, and state it in uh, your your desired results, specifically to your source, your God with you, who's closer than breathing. Your request must be truthful, sincere, and exactly what you desire, given that all is possible.
0: Okay, so, Terry, let me ask you a question, okay. because I know that this stuff has tripped me up, so I'm sure that there's lots of people out there where they're going to get tripped up because I will sit down with myself and say, okay, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. And then I get up and I go do something and I'm like, Oh no, really? I don't know if that's what I want. Well, maybe I don't want, maybe I shouldn't. You know, it goes back into that. I don't deserve it thing or whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or somebody else
0: told me I couldn't thing.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's one of the steps. Like the fourth step is if you have doubts, list them fears or considerations, write them down. You'll see they're just thoughts. And then you take a look, where did you get... You have to do some introspective work where you begin to look at where did you get these concepts? Where did you get make these postulates? Just like right now, like, let's ask everybody listening, raise your right arm, okay? Now put your right arm down, okay? You first had to postulate that you could lift your right arm. Oh. And that's in here, too, is because you... And if you think you can't, you can't. If you think you can, you can. You can do it. So that whole idea then if, you, if you're not doing it because you've got those thoughts, I'm not worthy, I'm not good, enough, which have nothing to do with anything, worthy or unworthy, mm-hmm. have nothing. Those are just concepts and evaluations. And and then we judge ourselves. We're the only one punishing ourselves. Oh
0: my gosh, it's 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 incredible when I watch myself in those moments. Yeah. It's like really why? you
1: know, write if you write it down, write any doubts down, and and this writing exercise will perceive all those postulates that have been manifesting through your consciousness and experiences, and know them for what they are: figments of your imagination mm-hmm. appearing real mm-hmm. because you say they're real. When you get it's a clean slate, all is possible, and when really. Regardless of where you are right now, and another key is really important, is what most people do is deny that they have something to do with what's going on with them now. They say, well, I didn't do that. Somebody else did that. Oh, it's not yeah. my fault. Yeah. And, well, you are a creator, and if you don't acknowledge you have something to do with where you are, then you're denying that you're a creator. You're saying, oh, I don't create. Somebody else is creating for me. Well, good luck then.
0: I like this. I like what you said earlier about authority is the oh. author. Yeah. And, you know, I, ever since you said that earlier, I'm like, I, I want to be the author of my own life.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And, not, and so many of the ideas and things you're told to do, we're all told to do, weren't your idea at all. Right. Right. were never your idea. But we took them because they were authorities. They told us to get these ideas. They taught us this over and over again. And if you didn't get the answer right, you get an F, and you get picked out. I had this one friend of mine. He's a Native American body he is a Apache a in his body. And in school, they labeled him a troublemaker because he wouldn't say that George Washington was the father of his country.
0: Oh wow!
1: So all of these things are predictive programming.
0: So then, when we so when we state our desires, mm-hmm. and one of the things you say is avoid worrying about how it's exactly. going to happen. Now that's that's hard.
1: Well, you know what we also call it metaphysics. Stop outlining.
0: Outlining, yep.
1: Outlining means you decided you see, but people said beloved, you said there is no God or so. No, you have a source, and if you don't get that, you have a loving source who loves you in the door. Not the psychopath taught about in the Bible, of right. the Old Testament, who says, you know, I love George Carlin. He said, you've got these people. they've convinced us there's an invisible guy in the sky who's watching all of us and knows exactly what we did. And they've given us these 10 rules that he doesn't like if you break. And if you break it, you're going to burn in hell. They're going to torture you forever. You're going to lose everything. You're hated. It's awful. But he loves it.
0: And he always needs money. He yeah, it's
1: so. Seem to uh, handle money. Uh,
0: it's such a silly concept when you can stand <laughs> aside and look at it. It's like really, we- yeah. Observe it,
1: Shoot. and this is what I talk about a lot: is become the witness. <clears throat> Don't just get all caught up in phantasmagoria. That's the outside, which is m- manifesting light and sound and electronics and images and all of this. These are effects. You are cause. But then we let our effects cause us. That's like the cart before the horse. Mm -hmm. And when you get that, it's like absurd. And a lot of people say, like new thought or new age or metaphysics. I don't want to look at all that stuff. Wait a minute. You can look at it. Because when you're in the witness position, you don't give power to either side. A plus or a minus. You just witness, and you stay centered in your heart and mm-hmm. you keep yourself in my book, live your bliss. You keep yourself in the bliss zone, which is that natural state a satsit ananda, which means you are a symptom of the soul is eternity. That means you can never die. You are existence itself. So the death is a lie. You, and when somebody leaves their body, they say, oh, they died. No, no, they didn't die. They're continuing to live because we are life. Sat and then chit means consciousness, which includes knowledge and action. And and it isn't what you know that is such a problem, it's what you think you know that isn't so, because then you act on that. So and then Ananda is bliss. Bliss is our nature. You can't get see, in the Declaration of Independence it says you have the right, or really, who's the def- we have the right. Who's giving us the right? You don't need it written down. You're an eternal being. You're a divine being. It says to life, they're going to give us the right to life. No, I am life. To to liberty, liberty is not freedom. It's what sailors get to have a night out on town. <laughs> There's no freedom. And the pursuit of happiness, which is the cause of misery. Because right. the more you... It doesn't say you have the right to be happy. You can pursue it, but you're not happy,
0: right? Yeah, because you're. When are you, you going to get it? Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: So, so yeah. So in in all of that, then in uh-huh. the in the in the becoming the observer and not yeah. outlining.
1: Yeah, let it be, because see, that's the the part of your inner guide, your inner God will work it out. And what we tend to do is think I have to think it out i have to figure it out in my mind you don't because your mind can't figure it out because your mind is related to this reality and we're talking about the supernatural the 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 intuitive we're talking about the mystic we're talking about the divine that is superior to this world yeah
0: so okay so so then going back to the eight steps again terry because Mm -hmm. um I want to get it done.
1: Well, you plant the seeds, but it has to be what you really want. And that's the pro If you say, like, you decide I don't really want that or whatever, a lot of it, try it on simple things. Like, for instance, uh, say you have a meeting coming up or there's a phone call that needs to be made or something, but you're confused about it. Well, before you go to bed, you you, you say to your God within, what I would like is that I want to know I I want this to be all handled in, in the divine and that I know the right thing to say and at the right time and the right people come and I am guided for the highest good of all concerned. And I ask for that to be revealed to me in the morning. And then you forget about worry. And then in the morning, you are just guided, you'll know what to do. And it gets stronger the more you use it.
0: The more you practice it. You,
1: yes. It's in anything. Right. How do you get how do you get good at some people say, you know, the whole lie this is, well if you're gonna do something, you might as well be do it good or don't do it at all. Well, how do you ever learn? <laughs> you can't, how can you ever learn? You gotta begin. Oh. Uh, uh, See? Yeah. And keep silent also about those seeds you're planting. You know, before I went on television It was a a few years that I would visualize myself on television teaching, you know, as a minister and such. I never told other people because when you tell other people, you open yourself up to their opinion and you open up and we we can tend to be so easily influenced by others by saying, well, what do I know? They know, but I don't. Well, you can find out, (laughs) you know, uh, and and then we tell everybody what we're going to do and then it doesn't happen because you've lost your power and your energy. You let it build inside. And when the time was right and there was a couple of things I did, I had a couple of, you know, TV stations did a a pilot for me on this and that, but it still wasn't right yet. But in the right time and in the right way, boom, boom, boom. There you go. Take the steps. You're right there.
0: It's so hard not to tell people what you're desires are because i think a lot of people associate those ideas with goals like well, okay so now what are you going to do with your life you know like kids well, that are coming of out of business, college
1: if somebody asks you what they're going to do so doing, that's an interesting question what would make you ask that turn it right around you hmm. don't have See, you can know anything if you don't have to prove it to anybody because the inner world you can't prove you know you can know anything if you didn't have to prove it to somebody. trust if you know.
0: Uh, You know, now that makes a lot of sense to me, but I can't articulate that. Do you know what I mean?
1: Of course not. Because it's beyond articulation. It's that sense of knowing. Knowing is beyond believing. I don't believe anything. Why should I believe? (sighs) It's fantasy. Right. I know I can cook, so I cook. I know I can clean house. I clean house. Right. I know who I, who I am because I know how to, I can play the piano, I can sing, I can garden, I can do this. Why? Because I've done it. Beliefs are just a bunch of nonsense that people are fighting over. I believe nothing. I just don't, I only know what I know.
0: You know, it's interesting that you bring, that you say this, Terry, because years ago, years and years ago, when I first started in my spiritual questing personally, mm-hmm. and I had a friend who wanted to argue with me. hmm and she, and she kept saying how do you know and i said i, I can't explain it to you no. i just know how do you trust i cannot explain you can't, it to you, you. Can't explain it. i just that's my experience
1: exactly that's but that it. takes
0: it goes back to what you were saying earlier it takes um it takes practice it takes
1: it takes courage and it takes you knowing the more you find out and know about yourself the more you know about god your god not not People say, "Well, God is dog spelled backwards. Well, I know a lot of dogs that are great. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> my cat, she's fabulous anyway and 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 they think and they're wonderful and loyal and beautiful and all this, but we're talking about because God is basically a job description and and it's it's really source or beloved. Or the my reservoir from which I, I am part of the reservoir of love mm-hmm. and bliss and creativity and knowledge, and I can and that is operating in me as me and through me
0: all the time all
1: the time, forever, that's who I am and And when I also mention to people don't go to the light in the tunnel when you leave your body, that's ridiculous. It's a trap. People say, Well, how do you know? Well, I know plus. Where did you learn it? Oh, movies? Poltergeist? Really? You're basing your life on a movie? <laughs> who wrote the movie? Who published that movie? Who who owns the movie theater? Right. Who, who made the, the money studios? on the movie? And what's their intention? Mm-hmm. Come on. And it's like most people say, oh, I just, I have this book that I've worked on, and I haven't published it yet, but I'm getting ready to uh, myself. It, it's called Prospering Choices, and it's about discernment, and it's written, for people like I was, kind-hearted people that always want to see the good in others but lack discernment.
0: Oh, i got to get a copy of that, Terry, when you publish it.
1: It's a gift. I will. And that whole sense is, and I use a lot of animal stories that I got from India because you know how the animals can play a caricature of Mm -hmm. us and says really very succinctly. And it's that whole thing. I remember in the 80s, oh, you don't trust me? Well, you're not trustworthy. Trust is earned. And they would use it like, well, you're not really spiritual. You're not trusting. What I mean being, you know, brain dead?
0: I know. I know.
1: No. Trust is earned.
0: I I have people that have thrown those kinds of things in my face. I'm like, really? Have you sat down and done this work?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Because there are, you know, it's a fine, it is that razor's edge.
1: Yes, it is. And if you see, you see and know who they are, whether they know it or But you also witness where they are in consciousness, mm-hmm. what they know, and they're acting on, which may not be so. But it's what they're doing. So it's that's fine. But I don't want to hang out with them. I mean, I love them. I wish them well. Have no hate or resentment. But I'm I'm not going to be around them because whatever they're doing, they'd be doing to me.
0: Yeah, you know, I have another quote from your yeah. eight steps of divine magic um, mm-hmm. letter that you sent out because. Um, it's all right. I'm just going to say it. Okay. It is up to each of us to get our own mojo going by activating our own powers of manifestation first by our inner feminine creative powers yes. and then activating our masculine powers of intention.
1: Yes.
0: And, and I think it speaks to that of, you know, if you want to really be fully alive, fully awake in this life,
1: yes.
0: it is, it takes intention. It takes, yes, intention. The, there is part of a doing even though it, We're it's. We're not
1: the doer, but there is a doing. Yeah, and and, it, it, and exactly. that's a
0: hard thing to explain to people. Now, can you explain it, Terry? <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. Well, it's hard to explain. But it, it, the idea is um, I'll tell you, okay, and I use an example of you plant a seed. If you want to know how everything works, it's all a garden, a garden of genetics for living entities to express through. That's all it is. And if you, as above, so below, and you can see if you plant a seed, the seed has the intention of, if it's a tomato seed, of growing into a tomato. Now, I can water it and fertilize it, but there is something that's in the seed, but there's also something that's mystical and divine with the nature spirit and all of whatever is going on, that that seed knows how to become a tomato plant with tomatoes on it that are full of seeds. Mm-hmm. And so when you have an intention, and this is really cool, it's like it, it, uh, pure thought is feminine. That means you have the pure thought, I desire to have a loving relationship with my children, say that's it, or, or I desire my life's work, I really do. And then, and then you, you, you say to your own inner guide, I desire to know and be doing my life's work, and say that I use my talents, my abilities, I have freedom, I do all, you know, all the things that I want to do, I make a difference in people's lives, I serve God, I serve others, my higher self. And And then you send it out with, yes, that is my intention. And then, now you go, if you want to be a singer, now you take your singing lessons, and you show up and you sing, and you do all that, but by holding, and maybe... I remember years ago, I wanted to sing solo at the L.A. Music Center. So I used divine magic. I saw myself on the stage. I saw the wood on the floor, the velvet curtain be, be around me. I closed my eyes. I got the whole visualization, the the spotlight on me, and the standing ovation. And then, as things would work out, I was singing. I was doing different things. Then, I was in with the L.A. Civic Light Opera in USC, and it was when the... Um, the Almondson was just built, and right. I was asked to be one of the soloists to do the opening performance. And wow. And there it was, exactly. And how it worked, that's what's fun. You witness how it all worked out.
0: And everybody and everything does conspire and show up at the absolute, at the absolute perfect time when you really Remember are Gerica? clear.
1: Remember what was his, that uh, boldness right. or genius has boldness in it? Mm-hmm. And that when you do that, when you act on it, and that's what people don't realize. It's like uh, in the Vedas, it says that that a chariot has two wheels. The old-time chariot, one is God's will and the other is yours. You have to get your wheel going first because God dances with us the way we want to dance. And you get your wheel going, and that's what just said. When you act, then providence now works with you but if you don't act on it why should providence you don't care enough
0: you know and that's kind of solves the um question for me uh, when people are saying well i've been doing my affirmations and it hasn't worked yeah but
1: what are you doing
0: what are you doing it's it is such again going back to the fine line there is there is the doing and then there's the surrendering and allowing
1: yeah you do it without attachment Mm -hmm. you do it because you love it
0: Mm-hmm. You do
1: it because it's the thing to do. Yes. If you say you want to, you know, the whole thing, if you want to get to Carnegie Hall, what do you do? Practice. Right. You're going to, you know, you've got to do it. And if you don't really want to be doing it, why are you even thinking about it? You think, you know, are you going to be ready? Like, say, if you get an invitation that you can, you're now the big performer at the, uh, the Grammys, but you've never sung a song before. How are you going to do it?
0: Right. Right.
1: It didn't work that way. You do it because you love it. And, um, I, you know, when you, you talk to some of the people that are really great in everything, uh, whatever they do, they do it because they love it. They like it. They don't have to. But that's what they love. That's what they do anyway, whether they had money or not.
0: Terry Cole Whitaker, I just love you. <laughs> and I love that you're doing what you love.
1: I, I have. Yeah. Because it
0: just it's uh, <laughs> uh-huh. it you inform me and I love our conversations. Uh, we, I've been talking to Terry Cole Whitaker and you can go to Terry dot com and contact her and see what else she's up to. And when you get when you publish this next book, you're going to come back. Yeah. Oh,
1: absolutely. I, I love, love it. it. I love you, Susan, and what you're doing. And I'm working on the website, and if anybody wants to be on my email list because I don't have it up there yet, they can just email me at terry at terrycolewhitaker and then I'll send them. Uh, you know, and I'll uh, be able to send them stuff. Great,
0: and you can get Terry's newsletter.
1: Yeah, and I can send the back one. To
0: terry, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, you're a a lovely dance. I so appreciate it, and I'm just going to end with, and so it is Namaste. Well, that wraps up our chat for today. Thanks for joining me. And if you want to learn more, go to SusanBurrell.com. You can contact me through the website. There's blogs for you to read. There are videos to watch. And remember, I am an intuitive healer and spiritual guide at the crossroads of life. And I would be more than honored to help you on your journey to live an empowered life. And so it is. Namaste.